This is Locked on Cougars, your daily podcast. Focus on the BYU Cougars. Thanks for joining us on a Wednesday edition of the show. We are proud to be part of the Locked on Podcast Network. A lot to cover on today's edition of the show. Getting you ready for a BYU basketball showdown in Boise against the Boise State Broncos. We'll break that game down. Get you some comments from both TJ Hawes and Mark Pope about the Broncos and this game. Also talk about an interesting note from Jeff Grimes during media availability during football yesterday. Football media availability. He talked a lot about the consistency he'd like to see from BYU's offense and the team as a whole. We'll talk about that and of course we'll catch you up on everything else going on in BYU sports news. Today's show brought to you by our title sponsor Deseret First Credit Union as usual as well as our good friends at Roman. We'll tell you about both of those companies and what they're offering our listeners here in just a little bit. Now that you know how the show is going to lay out, let's get to it. This is Locked on Cougars for November 20th, 2019. What's up, guys? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. Thanks again for joining us here on Locked On Cougars. We aim to be your one-stop shop for all things BYU news, opinion, and insight that you can't get anywhere else. We are here every day talking BYU sports. Let's start off on the hardwoods today. BYU basketball now 3-1 and on the season. They have moved up to the number 68 spot in uh, the Ken Palm ratings, and Ken Pomeroy lives here here in Utah and does a great job covering college basketball. His ratings are used by fans and actually administrators, coaches, and players alike. He does an incredible job and after their win against Houston last week, they have moved up in those national ratings as they head to Boise tonight for a game against the Boise State Broncos. This will be the final game for BYU before they head to the islands for the Maui Gym Maui Invitational which begins early next week and it's a big tune-up game I feel like for BYU. If you look at the records of the two teams, BYU 3-1 and one on the season, Boise State just 1-2 and two on the season. You would think this game is probably a little more in the favor of BYU. Well, it's actually a pick by most of the uh, sports books I have seen, and a pick means essentially you pick the team you're going to win and put your money on it. There's no money line to be gained at this point, and I think that that is actually not a bad line, all things considered. BYU escaped Houston with a surprising win, and you can't take that away from them because it's a victory. It's in the books. You can't take that away from the Cougars, but they do have another tough matchup at Boise State. Uh, UC Irvine won in Boise last week. Uh, They also got pummeled by Oregon earlier this year. I feel like Oregon is going to be one of the class teams of the Pac-12, if not the best team in the Pac-12 this year. It's not all that surprising to see Boise State struggle there. But this is another game where BYU is at a size disparity like they will be for most of the season, even when Yoli Childs is back. This will be the fifth of that nine-game suspension for Yoli Childs. You can't get him back soon enough, but the game like tonight, BYU absolutely is going to have to rebound as a team and shoot it well because there's guys on this roster. You run up and down Boise State's roster. There are guys 6'9", 6'8", 6'9", 6'10", 6'11", 6'7", 6'6". A lot of size on Boise State's roster, and you can guarantee that they've seen the film from other programs that BYU has faced this year, particularly a team like San Diego State, a, a team that the one team that BYU has lost to, who dominated BYU with their length and size and athleticism. Well, you can expect that Boise State's going to try and do that exact same thing. 
I look at this and I feel like this is a big time showdown for the Cougars despite the lackluster record for Boise State and the Cougars are going to have their work cut out for them tonight as they head up to the City of Trees to take on the Broncos. Uh, I wanted to let you guys hear from Mark Pope. He spoke to the media earlier this week during media availability on Monday. Talked about what he sees from Boise State as well as also being asked the question, do you see Boise State and BYU in basketball being a rivalry the same way it is in football? Yeah, they're good and they're hungry right now. They're, they're a little bit, you know, I don't think they've felt great about how they played this weekend. It certainly wasn't who they are. And um, and so, and they had a tough trip to Oregon, so they're sitting on a couple L's and I know they're going to be ridiculously hungry. And I think it's a good rivalry game, so you add all, all that together and it's, it's a great stew for a team that's just going to come play. I mean, they're going to bring it. And... Um, it's going to be a great game. They're a good team. They spread the floor. They really, really shoot it. They, um, you know, they have shooters at really all five positions, really four positions. And 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 you know, their best player last game was their five, and he just is so capable of driving and creating havoc, and he's unbelievable on the glass. And and so uh, it's going to be a great game. It's going to be up and down, and they're going to really push the ball, and we'll push the ball and see who can guard. And it's going to be awesome. We're excited. It's a great game. You just mentioned the word rivalry, and in football, Boise State's you know talked about as a rival, but they mm-hmm. also play each other every year. Yeah. Have a lot more recent history. Mm-hmm. How do you view playing Boise State in those terms, being a regional team? Yeah, I just think it's. Uh, I think BYU in general and Boise State have some juice, probably mostly from football, um, but. But, you know, they've had a great basketball program. Coach Rice has done an unbelievable job for the last decade or 15 years. I don't know how long he's been here, but they've won every year. And Coach Rose obviously had done such, had such a great run here. And so both teams have been, you know, two of the top teams in, in the West. And, and so it's, 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 you know, and I know that probably the two teams pay attention to each other, right? And so, and we're really close proximity. I wish we were a couple hours earlier because make if we were driving a bus and make it actually feasible but it's a it's a good game right so it's a it's a great program with terrific recent tradition there you go mark pope and you hear him talk about it. he said i'd like to this to become a rivalry between byu and boise state they haven't played for quite some time until signing this home and home deal boise state will return to provo next year as part of the two-game deal for the cougars and the broncos but this should be a, a game that i think that a lot of fans have interest in honestly it tips off at eight o'clock tonight on mountain time on cbs sports networks so a little bit later than you would like you heard mark pope also reference that he would like to see the tip time be a little bit earlier so they could have taken a bus maybe and saved some money on airfare because it's much more expensive to have charter flights to a game like Boise than it would be to take a bus etc but as it stands BYU and Boise State looking to ignite a little bit of a rivalry on the hardwoods as they do on the gridiron and I don't think it's a bad thing I think it's absolutely the type of game that BYU should pursue it's a regional rival it's a game that will have interest for both fan bases because there are fans of both programs in the markets that they reside in. There are a lot of BYU fans up in Boise. To a lesser degree, there are Boise fans here in Utah, but they have interest on both sides, and I think it'll be a fun environment for all teams involved. TJ Hawes, also excited for this matchup, shared his thoughts on what he expects from the Broncos and also answered the same, a similar question in terms of what he thinks of this being a rivalry. I know they're very hungry for a win. Uh, you know They've had a, a couple tough losses, um, but they're a very talented team. 
Um, they're fast and they love transition, so it's gonna be it's gonna be another battle, especially on the road. And you know, we're we're up for the challenge and we're excited. Are you guys viewing it like a kind of like a rivalry of sense? Because I know on the football side, it's a rivalry of those two programs, and it's like the other sports always play each other all the time. Do you kind of feel that way at all? Uh, I don't know if I feel it's a rivalry or not. Um, I know for a fact that every road road game is a, is a challenge, so I know that it's going to be a great environment and it's going to be a lot of fun to be there. And uh, it's going to take it's going to take all of us to come out on top again. Are these road games the, at Houston, at Boise? You guys got a really long road trip to the islands coming up after that. Is this a time when you can really maybe learn the most about your team, not just on the court but also off it because you're spending so much time around the guys in flights and all that stuff? Yeah, uh, definitely. I, know, I, I think uh, the more time we, we spend, just like our Italy trip, you know, it, right. it's, it's, a, it's a great opportunity for us to, to bond and grow closer off the floor as well. Um, but, and, you know, I think just as the season goes on, no matter where you're playing or who you're playing, I think that um, that experience is, is phenomenal, and I think we're just going to continue to get better every day. There you go, TJ Hawes, and you heard him say, I'm not necessarily thinking it's a rivalry, and that's because he hasn't played Boise State year in and year out like BYU football has for nearly a decade at this point. Have BYU and Boise State played in basketball, if they happen to still be members of the Mountain West, speaking of BYU basketball, I think it'd be a lot different because Boise State's been a program that's really been on the rise in recent years. Their basketball program was nothing to write home about for so long, but in the last couple of years, Leon Rice, their head coach up there at Boise, has really raised the level of what Boise State does on the hardwoods and they have aspirations of being a perennial NCAA tournament contender this year off to a little bit of a rough start but the Vegas Lions have this as a pick tonight and I think BYU they're going to need to do a similar type of deal that they did against Houston to win this game shoot well from three honestly they've got to shoot well from three in every game without Yoli Childs to have a chance to win those games but they also need to rebound as a team and stay out of foul trouble they did all of those things against Houston to a larger degree and it helped them in that win they need to do the same thing tonight because you can guarantee Boise is going to try and expose BYU's lack of interior size with their superior length and athleticism on the interior. And it will be an interesting battle. We'll, of course, talk about this in a postcast edition, hopefully tonight, as well as getting you guys more thoughts on it tomorrow morning. Kind of just depends on how things go tonight. I'll keep you updated if we do a postcast edition of the show, hoping to do that. All right, coming up here in just a minute, we're going to talk some BYU football. Jeff Grimes with an interesting comment that I took out of media availability yesterday, wanted to discuss that here a little bit and also of course to catch up on everything else going on in BYU sports news later on in the show before we do that though a reminder for you guys our title sponsor here on Deseret uh, title sponsor is is Deseret First Credit Union on Locked on Cougars I'm going to say our title sponsor on Locked on Cougars is Deseret First Credit Union you get what I'm saying but Deseret First Credit Union they're encouraging you guys they want to help you fund your why, find your passion project, and make sure that you have the opportunity to do whatever you'd like to do, regardless of if you guys want to travel more, you guys want to go see more BYU away games, they're playing at UMass in football this weekend, etc. Whatever your why is, Deseret First Credit Union wants to help you guys out, and they're encouraging all of their listeners and all of our listeners to check out and see if refinancing your home loan to save you some money might be the right option for you. Deseret First Credit Union, their mortgage team is here to help anybody and regardless of whatever financial situation you find yourself in. You're looking to buy your first home. I was in that situation just about five years ago. I'm currently refinancing my home loan, actually, and I would encourage you guys, Deseret First Credit Union, they have the right loan for your financial needs. First-time home buyers, 
trying to buy your dream home, you've got investment properties, they can help you guys out. Right now, with a no-cost refinancing from Deseret First, you can get locked into a low rate for absolutely nothing and potentially save yourself up to hundreds of dollars a month, guys. Think about putting all that money right back into your pocket. Think of how many new things you could do, travel, going to BYU games, etc. It's a big option. I would encourage you guys to check it out. Call the Deseret First Credit Union Mortgage Team at 801-456-7070 to discuss the options with them or check them out at dfcu.com. You can apply there for a refinancing in five minutes or less, guys. Deseret First Credit Union, you know why we show how. Membership and eligibility required. Terms and conditions apply. OAC equal housing lender. All right, guys, let's talk some BYU football here for a minute. I love talking to Jeff Grimes. He's a guy who mixes both passion and also humor when he talks to the media. Of course, had a great moment last week with Jay Drew. You guys heard it here on this podcast asking, hey, Jay, you want to ask us about special plays, trick plays? And he has fun with type of, that type of stuff. But he's also very serious, and he's not afraid to speak his mind with regards what he with what he wants to see from the BYU football program and his offense in particular. Obviously, it's more of a collaborative effort on the offensive side things these days at BYU. Aaron Roderick and Fessy Satake, both of them former offensive coordinators in their own right, have taken on a much more active role with Jeff Grimes with coordinating the offense, play calls and the like. And it's benefited BYU. We've seen that. They're on a four-game win streak. They've clinched bowl eligibility. Kalani Satake got that long-awaited contract extension. We've been talking about all this stuff incessantly for a few days now. But Jeff Grimes yesterday talked a little bit about what he wants to see from this offense in terms of consistency Consistency, game in and game out. And it's been a hallmark of Kalani Satake's tenure is getting consistent effort from his team game in and game out. Big games, BYU seems to show up against the biggest opponents. Other games, they have not shown up. You can think back to BYU this week is facing UMass, as most of you know. And you can think back to 2017 when BYU lost to UMass. They've played down and up to the level of their competition a lot. Well, Jeff Grimes used a great analogy yesterday during media availability with regards to Clemson. Of course, the reigning national champion and he's not trying to say BYU is Clemson. You'll hear him clarify that in this comment, but he uses what Clemson did to build themselves into national title contenders as a template of what he'd like to see BYU football do in terms of building themselves into a consistently winning program. So here you go, Jeff Grimes speaking to the media yesterday. You know, I talked to the offense about that today, and I, I used Clemson as an example. And I talked about, you know, a, a while back when I was coaching at, at Auburn, we played we played Clemson not long after Dabo had taken over. And, and back then, a lot of people still used the phrase, that's Clemson being Clemson. So they would lose a game that everybody thought they should win, or they would play an opponent that they seemed superior to and play a really close game. And people called it Clemsoning and all that and so um, obviously they're not that now and uh, I took something that I heard from from Dabo in a podcast and he talked about um, how he responded to the team after they lost that first national championship they played to Alabama and he said he went back and he watched the tape and he said it was just little things it was details it was a, a fumbled snap on a third and one it was a receiver running around at nine yards instead of ten an offensive lineman not blocking on the right angle and he went back to him and he said if y'all want to take that next step then we got to have greater attention to detail and we got to work those things every day and so I said the same thing to our offense today if we want to take that next step and be a more consistent 
consistent team, not just the team that steps up and plays when it's a big game or not just the team that plays when our backs are against the wall, but the team that shows up the same way every single Saturday and plays with a certain amount of consistency. We have to practice with a greater level of consistency and, and the devil is in the details. Clemsoning. Any of you that are old enough like me that remember when Clemson was kind of an afterthought in the ACC, of course, in the last decade or so, they have become a true title contender nationally, obviously the reigning national champions, but they have been very consistent. Game in and game out, you know exactly what you're getting from Dabo Swinney's team. I know they haven't played a super stellar schedule this year, and if any of you pay attention to the college football playoff rankings, all these people are belly aching about, well, Clemson hasn't played anybody. Why are they getting in the college football playoff? Well, guess what? They have the reputation, and they're going to get in because of that. That's a discussion for another podcast. Check out the RPO, my college football podcast, which is more of a general look at college football. But the going back to the point that Jeff Grimes is trying to make, I want our guys, speaking of his players at BYU, to have a consistent effort regardless of opponent. Idaho State, BYU played a little bit down little bit down to what Idaho State was like. They played to the level of Liberty, but also they've played up to the level of USC and Tennessee this year in wins over those teams. He wants to see BYU be a consistent program, game in, game out, regardless of whoever the name of the opponent is on the other side. I think every BYU fan within the sound of my voice listening to this podcast and anywhere beyond that, and please share this podcast with your family and friends. Love to have more people listening into it, but it's very clear that Jeff Grimes desires and wants, and I'm sure every other coach in BYU's football program, wants to see a consistent, clean effort game in and game out. It was not a clean game against Idaho State. There were a myriad of issues to clean up, especially along the offensive line, which is one of Jeff Grimes' uh, purviews when it comes to BYU's football program. He works with the O-line very closely, and they were not clean in their execution. And he wants to see a consistent, concise effort each and every game, and I can't blame him one bit. And I was glad that he used that example of Clemson with his players because I absolutely think that Clemson can be a perfect template for BYU. I'm not saying BYU is going to become... Uh, Clemson overnight and they probably won't ever become Clemson honestly because BYU apparently doesn't want to invest in their football program to the level that some of these blue bloods the top programs in the country want to but they can take away some of the hallmarks stuff that they can control you can control effort you can control your performance on the field each and every game you can't control the money aspect we get that but you can control what you can control and I like to hear that from Jeff Grimes and here's hoping that over the final few games of this season BYU you can bring that consistent effort regardless against UMass tonight where they're well, not UMass tonight UMass on Saturday where UMass is a 1 in 10 team playing out the string here but you have big games coming up against San Diego State in your regular season finale and whoever you face in the Hawaii Bowl coming up in on December 24th so We'll see how that goes, but I did like hearing Jeff Grimes use that analogy with his team. All right, we will come back. We'll talk a little bit more about everything else going on in BYU sports news here in just a moment. Before we do that, though, uh, talking to you guys, any of you have heard me talk about this, we all know that talking about erectile dysfunction isn't easy. Usually, if you have an issue, you just brush it off. You blame yourself, saying things, I've lost my mojo, or you avoid the issue altogether. Use excuses like, hey, I've had a long day at work. Sorry, honey, I'm just not feeling it. Regardless 
regardless of what it is, with Roman, it is easy to talk about ED. With a real doctor who can prescribe real medication, it's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. You don't have to go out and meet with a doctor. You can do it all online, guys. The doctor works with you to find the right, excuse me, the doctor works with you to find the best treatment plan for you. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash locked, L-O-C-K-E-D, and complete that online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete that online visit today to connect with a doctor and take care of it. Reminder for you guys, just go to GetRoman.com slash locked to get that free online visit and free two-day shipping. That's GetRoman.com slash locked for that free visit to get yourself started. GetRoman.com slash locked. All right, guys, as we close out today's edition of the podcast, I want to remind you guys, this podcast is available everywhere podcasts are to be found. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Overcast, essentially anywhere podcasts can be found, you can find Locked On Cougars. I want to encourage you guys, please follow or subscribe. It kind of depends on which podcatcher you use. And also, please consider leaving us a rating and review, particularly if you're using the Apple Podcast app. A lot of people do. It seems like the vast majority of people use that podcast app. Those five-star reviews are worth their weight in podcast gold, and I thank you guys in advance for filling out a review. It doesn't take but a moment, but it really does help get the word out about this podcast, as well as word of mouth. I've mentioned this in the early days of the podcast. Share this with your family and friends who are BYU fans. Tell them what we're doing here. We are a daily podcast that talks all things BYU sports in bite-sized form. We want to be able to get, get you done, get you in and out, and let you hear everything you need to know every day in less than 30 minutes, ideally. It's a fantastic format. I love doing it. I hope you guys enjoy it as well. Follow the show on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Locked On Cougars. You can follow me, at Jacob C. Hatch. And of course, if you want to weigh in with the show via email, we do have an email address. It's LockedOnBYU at gmail.com. Feel free to weigh in anytime. Suggestions, complaints, concerns, whatever you got. I love hearing from our listeners. Our download numbers remain extremely strong, and I can't thank you guys enough who have supported this podcast through the year and change that we have gone through. 358 episodes today, I believe. Crazy to think we've done that many episodes, but it's an absolute blast to be with you guys each and every day. All right, catching up on everything else going on in BYU sports news before we go here. BYU Associate Director of Cross Country and Track and Field Diljeet Taylor was named the Mountain Region Coach of the Year by the USTFCCCA in its regional award announcement on Tuesday. She's in her fourth year as head coach of the women's side of cross country and track and field. She led the Cougars to the team title the Mountain Region Championships with 70 points. Both the men's and women's cross country programs are headed to the national meet this weekend in Terre Haute, Indiana. The women's race begins at 9.15 a.m. Mountain Time. The men's team goes at 10.15 a.m. Mountain Time. Here's hoping that both teams can compete well. And by the way, if you want to watch BYU football on Flow Football, you can watch BYU Cross Country in the National Championships on Flow Track. Just saying that $20 could get you two events for the $20 purchase if you're interested in such things. A couple other notes for you guys before we go here is that BYU Men's Golf has announced the signing of Johannesburg, South Africa native Angus Clintworth yesterday. 
He's competed in South Africa, winning the U15 and U17 championships at interprovincial tournaments in South Africa. He's also got wins at various Central Gautung Golf Union Tour events, state foursome events, and Junior Af- Junior Africa Challenges. He's also placed the top 15 in the multiple teen world championships, Junior Venice Open. So let's just put it this way. Angus Clintworth is an accomplished international player, and he'll be joining already what is one of the strongest BYU golf teams in recent memory. Guys like Peter Kest have been absolutely phenomenal. Uh, Clintworth will join the Cougars for the fall 2020 season, so you will not see him compete this spring. He'll be joining the team this summer, getting ready for the fall season in 2020 when guys like Peter Kest move on in their golf career. But another solid signing for Bruce Brockbank and his golf program. Final note for you guys is today, BYU men's and women's swimming and diving are in action in Columbia, Missouri at the Missouri Invite. That begins today, continues on through tomorrow and Friday. So best of luck to the men's and women's swimming and diving programs in action. And of course, there's a lot more sporting events coming up tomorrow that we will run down on tomorrow's edition of the podcast. Can't thank you guys enough for your continued support of the show. Once again, it is a blast to be with you guys each and every day. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Me catching up with Gennaro Guilford, BYU cornerbacks coach, had a chance to speak with him one-on-one about the return of guys like Trey Warner and Chris Wilcox to the lineup for BYU. You'll hear that on tomorrow's edition of the podcast as well as a recap of how things go on the hardwoods for BYU tonight in Boise. Enjoy whatever's left of your Wednesday hump day. We'll talk to you soon. This has been Locked On Cougars for November 20th, 2019.